0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: Florida Atlantic's in the final four. I'm in Houston, Texas, and Ken Lavica's with the Owls on a jet on the way. Pop the cork on this thing, Stone Labanowitz.
2: On your mark. Kansas State doesn't have any timeouts. Get set. It's got the right, right Let's go. Florida
0: you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. Wow. Presented by Duffy's, Ready Sports Drink, Rachel's Palm Beach, Good Greek Moving and Storage, and Celsius. Remember the day you found out cakes could be made of ice cream? Well, today is going to be better. Now. Houston, you have a problem. It's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Woo!
1: Houston, you damn sure do have a problem because Big Teddy is back. It's a big Teddy takeover. Theo Dorsey. I can't believe I'm saying this. From Houston, Texas, the Galleria area. ESPN 97.5 opening their home up to us as we take this show on the road. Ken Levick live with you here, 12 to 2. And, of course, I couldn't do it alone. Though Ken Lavica is on a jet right now, I wish I could have him in right now chopping it up about these owls, talking about Final Four, talking about all the stuff going on in the sports world. At least we have most of the Ken Lavica Live team back home in the Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. We got Stone Labanowitz on the ones and twos, and then we got Jeanette Javier, the Dominican diva, the, uh, the, the actual FAU, Al, that should be here in Houston with me. Jeanette, when, when are you pulling up, by the way?
3: Uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens Saturday. Um, <laughs> hopefully Sunday. I needed to take a little break after my 24-hour bender of the mm. fantastic – Time I had watching the FAU Owls mm. I- at Madison Square Garden. Um, my credit card, more importantly, needs a ne- little break because I lost my wallet in Times Square. As you know, it was oh. right next to you. But uh, after I get yeah. all of that, you're ready. I'm ready to slap down that, those credit card numbers again, uh, hopefully on for Monday's game.
1: Oh man, Jeanette! I, did you ever find the wallet? Did no, you, I, did you, I never got an update on this.
3: No, I didn't. I never found my wallet. It's somewhere, oh. maybe in the streets of Times Square. I don't know if it was pickpocketed or whatever. A but pesky
1: Elmo! Uh, All those Elmos out there—you can't trust them.
3: No, man, and you—I didn't see it. Maybe I—I uh, I don't know. I was on cloud nine that whole time. You're a
4: mess. Day. I was on uh, uh,
3: the most fantastic, beautiful, hot mess I've ever been. But honestly, I'm grateful. There's no charges. I'm grateful it wasn't <laughs> my phone. TSA was really nice trying to get into the airport to, you know, identify myself to get on the plane. I I don't know. But, like, yeah, I lost my wallet. I'm more upset that I have to find a new Costco card than anything.
1: So... Uh. Is that the toughest thing to get back? You didn't, Not your ID, not anything else, the Costco card?
3: No, the, the main reason actually why I remembered she got my license is because I needed a form of identification to get my Costco card. So I was <laughs> At
1: like, least we know right, where your fine. priorities are. <laughs> Bulk buying on hold for Jeanette Javier until she gets her, wa- or, uh, her wallet back from the Elmo's of the streets of Times Square. <laughs> Stone uh, over under how many days until uh, she realizes she's never seen that wallet again?
4: Mm, I don't know how long she's going to keep the hope, but I think she, honestly, let's not lie. I think she understands right now that it's gone forever, (laughs) but she's just, you know, 100% of the time optimistic. So she could care less. Listen,
3: I lost my wallet after I saw my FAU owls notch a bid into the final four at Madison Square Garden. Okay. If I'm gonna lose my wallet in any scenario, it's gonna be that. I am. I've lost my wallet in many worse circumstances. So you know what? I will take. I will proudly take the L. I would do it all over again. Don't take my I was phone. about
1: to say, you, that might be the good luck charm. Maybe you need to pull up to Houston and drop your wallet off Don't here. Tell uh, Don't tell me that. Outside of NRG Stadium. <laughs> you,
3: hey, you know what, if that, that's what that means, Theo, you need to walk around the streets of Houston. Well, that's where you're from. So tell me where there is a fake Elmo that is probably high on something, you know, head, the mascot head half off, so mm. I can just – look like a pure tourist and have my wallet out dangling out of my coat so he can steal it, and maybe that is the good luck charm that FAU Owls need.
1: we got to recreate the magic, baby. <laughs> recreate the magic. I can't wait. I can't believe, I mean, I, I told you all all week, or really since since the uh, the final horn sounded at Madison Square Garden and, and the Owls were up on the ladder cutting the net off, I said, I'm going to beat FAU to Houston, and I made good on my promise. I got in here like midnight last night. Um, was able to get home I spent the night In my mom's crib On a twin bed Had had a good night of sleep uh, Kind of reminiscent Of the old days In high school And then waking up In my city And pulling up To ESPN Houston I, I just feel like I feel
4: like a bit Of a hometown hero have, Right now have, man The Owls did Something special for me Have you come to the realization That you're just not Good in the hood anymore <laughs> When you walked around Right you try to go Knock on your buddy's door Got no answer Right the phone rang And rang and rang You're just not good In the hood no more H-Town
1: you know what sucks, Stone? You know what really does suck, Stone? And, and Jeanette, you, you know what? I've been telling everybody about how this is my city. Like, I got this. Whatever y'all need, pull up. I got you. I've been talking that mess all week. And now that it's uh, people are actually showing up with requests, I'm like, well, actually, you know, I haven't been here. I haven't lived here in about four years or so. <laughs> actually, somebody asked me. I'm, I'm actually in the hunt right now to find a uh, a nanny service um, for some, some people that are traveling with the owls. And I still haven't come up good on that request. So it is not looking like I'm the man I said I was.
3: Number one, and I (laughs) hope you've taken the time to be super proud of yourself, to go back to that room that you grew up in and realize that you are now covering the final four. The
5: final four! The Owls!
3: Take a moment and be very proud of yourself, Theo, for that. That's a huge accomplishment. Um, Come on. So good for you. Also... I had that kind of the same experience when I moved to Orlando for two months, <laughs> and I was staying in my grand—like, the room before uh, my, kind of my mom, we moved in—before the divorce happened, we kind of did our own thing. I, mo- I li- moved into the room where I grew up at my grandmother's house, and, like, I did not know my city. I knew where the Amway yeah. Center was. I knew downtown Orlando, but I had no idea where the bars are. People would be like, yo, Jeanette, which bar should I go to? And I was like, I, I-, I can't tell you. I have no idea what to do. But then they're like, you go back home and these people are like, oh, I've seen you do your thing. I've seen you what you do with the in-game hosting. I've seen you on the radio. I've seen you do all this great stuff. And it's cool and it's very proud to be that. But you're like, I'm not as like a homebody as I thought. I used to be. Mm-hmm.
1: You just don't got the lay of the land anymore. People don't understand <laughs> when you grow up in a city. When you grow up in a city and then you kind of leave for college and then your profession. Like so, I I was in Houston from like three until eighteen. Then I went to Virginia for college Then I went to South Georgia for work. Then North Carolina and now South Florida. I had a pit stop in Houston, but I don't know like all the inner workings of the city as much anymore. <laughs> like I I can tell you where I'm at. I'm I'm near the Galleria area. I'm actually spitting distance from there. I might have to go shopping. For some new clothes, because I got to get a tough fit—not just for the Final Four game, but of course on Monday for the national championship game as well. Shh, shh, I got to make sure I get a tough fit it. out there.
3: I'm very careful how I how talk about my It's not It's not, how I, how I it's not it's I'm not very careful how I talk it's about not the Owls, man. You know I'm...
1: what Dusty May said? Hey, I sent this uh, that tweet, Stone Stone and yeah. Jeanette. I sent that tweet. Um, to you guys, Dusty May addressed the media before the send off. Can we, can we play it in full? And I want to hear Dusty May himself send a message to the Owls fans. And this tweet, by the way, from Zachary Weinberger, uh, Zach Reinberger, who's been covering the Owls, FAU sports writer for the Palm Beach Post. This is him getting Dusty May this morning before the send off.
2: As this, this usual, it's another Wednesday, and uh, just like we've done the last five, six, eight Wednesdays, whatever the case, we're, we're ready to play a game. Yes, do you, you ever get tired of the fans kind of sending you off like this? No, we, we would never We would never get tired of, of people showing appreciation to our guys.
3: What's your message to All Nation?
2: Show up, get ready for This is just a start. It's just a start. i does it appeal to see this kind of crowd? It's awesome. It's great for our guys. It's great for our university. What
5: are you telling your guys about
2: focusing as far as trying to beat the odds. We, we've done the same thing for five six months these guys have the okay. done it with, with great longevity and, and effort and, and that's not going to change now. Mm-hmm. thank
1: you guys you heard that last part did you hear that last part can we can we play that last part of dusty as he's leaving the media heading on to the uh, bus to go to the airport to fly which is what they're doing now um that last little snippet he gave the media
2: Thank you guys. See you
0: Tuesday. You got it.
1: Thank you guys. See you Tuesday, Jeanette. I'm making sure I get (laughs) me a fit for Monday night. That's all I'm saying.
3: Okay, Theo. Like I'm, I'm geeking out. I have goosebumps every time I have to describe what this means to Al Nation, Dusty, and this team and this incredible NCAA March Madness run. I'm. It's. There's no words to describe it. Uh, From an alumni standpoint, that's what I am. But I. I will lose my mind.
0: <laughs> and How I do will you, see do you still in have Houston.
3: It? No, I, I don't. I, <laughs> obviously, I'm, a, I'm speechless when it comes to this team. But I will see you in Houston, hopefully, Monday, if it goes away. Listen, I have, like, three different routes. One of my best friends lives in Dallas, so I already got, like, Flights to Houston are ticking up there, of course, no matter which three airports you go because you have mm. this incredible run by UM, yep. you have this incredible run by FAU. So, you know, of course, these airlines ain't stupid. They know what's up. So their prices are going up. And, of course, I'm from Orlando. So I'm like, okay, do I drive up to go to Orlando and then mm. I go to Houston or do I fly into Dallas, rent a car, and just go back and forth because Dallas is only three hours away from Houston?
1: Not a bad drive. I have that drive a I lot? I have,
3: like, five different plans for this all i need is for saturday night to go the way we all want it to go
1: saturday night eastern six o'clock tip-off Woo! at nrg stadium the the nine-seated fau owls against the five-seated san diego uh, state aztecs i, I can't Say believe louder! i can't believe this is life but you know what <gasps> we're living it we're breathing it and I'm soaking it all up. Especially and here's another layer to this, and then we'll get into what we're actually talking about today. I know Stone's like, what the hell man? What happened to the show sheet? Why are we talking so much owls early? Well,
3: I haven't Stone. had a chance to.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta make sure you get those get these off.
4: I mean these guys Stone. are in the final four. They deserve every bit of chatter we're giving it.
3: Ah,
1: Come go on, owls, exactly.
3: Man. Go exactly.
1: Owls. You know that. But Stone also, this is this is a full circle moment for me because just I think I'll say eleven years ago to this date. I was filling out an application to be an intern here at ESPN 97.5 in Houston, uh, which I did end up getting. I did a summer internship here uh, the summer of 2012. And full circle to be back here 11 years later, covering the Florida Atlantic Owls, covering the most unprecedented, unrealistic, unpredictable runs to the Final Four and potentially to the national championship in my home city from the station I used to intern at, cutting, cutting podcast clips, and, and, and fetching coffees, it, it's an amazing trip, man. It's an amazing journey. I, I can't believe it, Stone. And and this is, uh again, for the Owls to be the one that got me here, I, I just can't wait for Ken Lavica to touch down so we can really get to celebrating this and then also get to business on Saturday.
4: Yeah, a few things here. So we spoke this morning, and you said there was a certain player's jersey that was hey. – uh, Huh. Oh, wow. whoa, 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 Yes, yes. Right. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right. All right. I guess we'll leave it at that. I guess. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Okay. I'll no, say not, it. I'll okay. put it oh, up no,
3: there. Uh, uh, uh. Now you definitely can't you can't do that to me, ben. Yeah, I,
4: I want Theo to kind of paint here's the picture we'll for the audience because he's back, you know, where he interned yes. good things are happening. Oh yeah, eleven years <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Kind of ago. So so we'll, you know, go ahead and give us to us. Paint the picture. Here's what we'll
1: do. I'll, I'll first let me paint the picture for Jeanette. This will put a smile on your face, Jeanette, because you are the in-game host for the Houston Ash. Astros during spring which, training, which, which
3: that's another whole scheduling conflict I have because I have a beautiful. Screw em. I
0: <laughs> no, don't you dare! So. I
3: just gave him a death stare. Let's stick with the Astros. Uh, that was no, a terrible. No, no, no. But, but let
1: me give you. Let me paint the picture here. Okay. ESPN 97.5 in Houston. You have to imagine that, of course, there's a lot of Houston sports fans here and a lot of Houston media. I've seen like four different Houston Astros baseball caps on the head today. So that was one thing that. Lit me up with joy, and it was also fun to drive in um, last night from the airport and pass up Minute Maid Park. I have
3: a connection there if you need
1: it. The the reigning champ, hey hey, plug me in now, plug (laughs) me in now. I'd love to go, man, Uh, to see the reigning champions' uh, home stadium here in Houston, Texas, in downtown. Uh, And then, of course, driving further down, we get past NRG Stadium, where the Final Four will be tipped off. I get here to ESPN nine seventy five though this morning. I see the lovely Houston Astros baseball caps. I see a lot of Houston paraphernalia and then as I'm walking over to get some coffee to give me a little energy buzz before we get this Ken Lavica live show on the road, I-, I noticed a jersey in a very pristine casing up on the wall outside of a, it's what seems to be a big wigs office here. And uh, it was a number four jersey. Um, it was a Houston Texans jersey. And it did say Watson. I'm not saying – look, I don't know what's been happening in Houston. Like I said, I don't know the lay of the land. It could be a new Watson in Houston that we haven't heard of. He could be an up-and-coming guy on a practice squad. I don't know. But it was a number four red and blue Texans jersey, that red Watson, and I'm not judging anybody.
3: Was it like in the deep, dark corner of the kitchen with, like, cobwebs or anything with, like, a dark mark on it at least? Oh, no, 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 no.
1: Exactly. <laughs> this thing – this thing seemed to be out in the open for people to see. Now, what I will say is it is. it took a walk for me to get there. It's not the first thing you see when you walk in here at ESPN 97.5. Who well, again, I'm not disparaging at all. This is the lovely city, Houston. This is my hometown. This is a great radio station, great people for letting us uh, borrow the station, uh, a studio in here. But, yes, there is a uh, – there's a proudly displayed Deshaun Watson jersey, and I'm afraid to keep saying it so loudly, or I might get booted out of here yeah. mid-show. Uh, not sure how to feel about it, guys. Not sure.
3: How to feel I, it. I just can't imagine the person. Like I, I, I'm assuming that that jersey was proudly displayed when you first walked in, like we have here in the studio. We have Marino, yes. Wade, and Tebow jersey out here in the hallway. I wonder if that jersey was in that same rank, like. Look at we represent Houston. Of course we have this guy's <laughs> jersey before everything went down. Yep. And somebody, maybe an intern, Theo, this would have been you 11 years ago. Yes, goes, yes, you had to take that box. jersey, pick it up, and take it to the most obscure corner in the office. <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: they did have to move it down out of plain sight. I mean, you don't you don't want that to be the first impression of your uh, station when people walk in. So
4: that, that one was awesome. And then the second thing. Ken's flying in on the jet with the boys right now. You got to show Ken the city as well tonight. Like I'm excited for you guys to send selfies to whatever you guys get into tonight. I don't know if Ken's gonna be in business mode, right? If he's all about his ball. Sorry, Theo, Ken, hang out with you. We got film here in the next yeah. hour
0: too. So I'm <laughs> yeah. a little curious to
4: see how it all plays out because when Ken gets serious, you know there ain't no there ain't no telling what's going on or what he's got going.
1: Yeah, that that dude when he gets focused when he gets serious, nothing can phase him. Nothing can get. That's the one. That's the one thing that's been kind of. It's a tough balancing act for me. It's been like this since Columbus through New York City, and now here it's going to be the same thing, I imagine. Like, you don't want to disrupt him when he's really locked in and on the flow of things, especially because this is the biggest stage he's called games on, too. Um, But then also... He's kin. So, it's like you want to kick him, with him. You want to joke with him. You want to laugh with him. you want. To so, I've been trying to kind of balance that out. And I think we've been doing a decent enough job. And you know what? So far, so good. We're in the freaking Final Four, baby.
3: And it was a really cool experience hanging out with him after the game uh, Saturday night. Because yeah. we went to the team hotel room. The, not the team hotel bar. Not the whole room. Not the room. That
1: was that was you and, uh, 10 years ago at FAU. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly. Uh, but... Which, by the way, it was really cool to see some of those uh, team members, again, like, at the FAU alumni event. Um, it was really cool.
1: Kicking it, man. That was and, one of the best parts.
3: And, and you know, like, he's like, Jen, come sit with me. Like, come sit with me. And it's where all the coaches are. We see all the coaches relaxing. Ken is a legit superstar. And I don't think he understands it. And being around with him since I was literally an intern at FAU Athletics in, like, two thousand from 2009 to 2013, like... He used to be the most nerdy dude out there in media, and now people are coming up, dapping him up. Like, you want another drink? What are you getting, Kay? It's the coolest thing <laughs> to see this character arc of Ken Lavica, and now he's viral. Like, it's awesome Not- to see. <laughs>
1: Now he's like viral. There's all kind of blogs and stories about him, and you know what? I'm like pseudo viral because I'm that. He didn't mention me by name. He didn't mention oh. me by name, but I'm the unnamed teammate that You're was next hero. to him. <laughs>
4: yeah, Steve Paulsen or Steve Paulsen on Ask Steve's came on yesterday and said, "How mad is Theo?" Right? You go. You go through all these stories, right? Ken does not name drop him in any of the videos. Just goes with the teammate. Zero. Goes with the teammate. He,
3: he drops ESP and West Palm, but which oh. teammate? Yeah. and West
4: Palm. And so when they're writing these articles and blogs, right, it, it just says teammate again. Some of them say Theo Dorsey, but Theo just, just missed the cut by hair. Oh, by hair. Man. You
1: can't this have it all, chance. Theo.
3: You can't have it all, you know?
1: You know what? You're right. You know what? I, he, his team that he's been covering in the voice of for 18 decades got me here 18. to the Final Four in my own city. So you know what? I'll take that. I'll take this as the gift. It's funny because I talked to uh after one of the uh actually extra after the Elite Eight game against Kansas State when we were up there at the hotel bar, um I had ran into one of the the Owls and I told him like, look man, I'm from Houston, man. Y'all got me here. He said, hey, you know what? Then we're gonna have to get you a chip in your city. I said, hey, let's get it. <laughs> Hey. Let's get it. This is this is one of the most exciting things I've ever just been like connected to, I think. Just because of the unpredictability of it. The good nature. I mean, there's so many good characters on this FAU team. We could do this for hours. Are we going to? Are we? Uh, Sound like? Can we push back the a topic a little bit to give the owls a little bit more love, and then we do that maybe after the break or what? How you feeling? I
4: mean, that sounds like a great idea. I think we can we can push this a little five minutes, and we can come back and so, we can get busy. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's deserving all of, all of this stuff. I had a conversation with one of the teammates in the office this morning, and it was after we had seen a betting ticket. Of a person who put $500 down for FAU to make it to the final four. Both of you guys, just give it a guess how much that oh. paid out for the man. Oh, man. I
3: hope it was twenty five k.
4: Wow. I was, it would go a lot higher than that. What? Oh, my goodness. 50, 50, 60000 Keep going. 100000 Keep going. What? All right, 250000 It was $200,000 that his $500 wow. bet wow. just for them to make it to the final four paid out. I had a conversation with a guy in the office, and I'm like, "What's wrong with us? Why didn't we just do this as a joke, as a fun, fun joke? Yeah. we'd be in Aruba right now, oh like we'd be out of town. <laughs> so, I mean, like this is this is like scaled to like uh, uh, universal. Like this thing is yeah. this thing is big time. These guys are in the Final Four. When you look at their their pre-tournament odds at whatever it was, fifty thousand or thirty thousand, and now they're just five to one to hoist." This trophy and cut down these nets. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it does, right? This is a team with 35 wins and who has been chugging along all season. It's pretty cool.
3: Welcome to it's, Hell Nation, boys. <laughs> welcome to I, Hell Nation.
4: I, when we were in Columbus,
1: the the night of the Nick Boyd lefty layup when FAU took down Memphis in the opening round mm-hmm. of the NCAA tournament, and remember that was on the that was on the heels of. FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson taking down number one seed, Purdue. So fans and alumni were starting to feel themselves a bit because now you can see that route to the Sweet 16 was clear. I actually spoke to one Owl alum in a bar who told me he had put $10, before the tournament started, put $10 down on FAU winning the national title. I don't know if he's cashed in early. I don't know if he's hedged or what. I don't even know all the gambling terms to deal with that stone, but if you could you let me, like, I don't know, could you even figure it out? I think they were what, 300 to 1 before the tournament started. If he holds this ticket and the Owls win, what does that
4: pay out? I mean, he's getting paid out pretty fat. Right there. I mean I mean it's gonna be either three thousand or thirty thousand dollars, depending if he actually put a ten dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill on it. But regardless, yeah. he he's gonna be set pretty nicely off of a of a 10. ten bucks. And there's no doubt there's no there's no doubt in my mind that he did not cash that ticket out, right? If it's only a ten dollar bet, you're obviously playing with a little bit of house money, so he's not worried about it. You're definitely gonna let that one ride. But yeah, it's three I don't know if he actually put ten down or a hundred down, so it's either three thousand or thirty thousand, whatever he's gonna get paid out. If they can get this thing done
1: if they can get it done and again it all starts Saturday the the women's tournament in Dallas they got the men's tournament here in Houston on Saturday tipping off for the for the national semifinal and then we got McDonald's All-American uh which just wrapped up at Toyota Center in Houston last night this is i mean right now South Florida is the the epicenter of basketball in general right but also Texas kind of taking that that stranglehold on at least the events side of basketball stone i think that it is time for us to at least get to what what our main topic today is going to be here on ken Lavica alive we've had all this hoopla in the middle of this drama and, and when it when this broke out at first i was beside myself i was like yo i can't wait to hop on the radio and talk about this give some takes on it but again we were in the midst and we still are of the fau men's basketball team shocking the nation one win after the other but Mario Chalmers sparked up the conversation around athletes not fearing LeBron James. Mario Chalmers of the Miami Heat's big three teams, he was the point guard, he got a couple rings off of LeBron James, but hopped on a podcast a little over a week ago and talked about how guys don't fear LeBron James, and it made me get to thinking with the departure of Tom Brady in the NFL this offseason with the falling off of Aaron Rodgers. When you think about in the NBA, there's four or five guys at the top of the league right now. LeBron, not necessarily one of them anymore. His team looking like they're in the play-in game. When you think about the NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball's two biggest stars are on a team that is pretty much irrelevant once the playoff time kicks off. Who is the most feared athlete? in all of sports who is the one guy or or woman who you say hey we're going up against that person i'm afraid for what's going to be in store for my team 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. who right now is the most feared athlete in Sports. Now, we're going to get to Mario Chalmers. We're going to play his audio after the break, but I want to kind of get your mind thinking about that churning right now. Right now, I'll tell you who I think the most feared athlete in sports should be. It's Vlad Golden of FAU, <laughs> the 7-1 center who's been wreaking havoc and showed Kansas State just where they can put all that smack talk they were throwing uh, when they left their season at Madison Square Garden. Who's the most feared athlete in all of sports? 888-760-3776. will take your calls after the break, but I want to know this too. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Again, 888 760 The most feared athlete in sports. I'm Theo Dorsey. He's Stone bandwidth That's Jeanette Javier back in the stew, and we're live on ESPN 106.3.
0: owl watch is presented by duffy's ready sports drink rachel's palm beach good greek moving in storage and celsius from the Anajar and levine studios in downtown west palm beach you are listening to ken LaBeca live on espn 1063 mm. come on troy talk to him talk to him we in houston
1: now baby and we do got a problem. Big Teddy Takeover, Ken Levick alive, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm in Houston ahead of the Owls waiting on FAU basketball to touchdown. Final Four tips off Saturday at NRG Stadium. That'll be 6 o'clock Eastern. The Owls taking on the Aztecs. But you know what? Tomorrow, opening opening day. Opening day for Major League Baseball, right, the Battles?
4: I mean, yes, we have a huge one at Lone Depot, so all the stars are back in action tomorrow like you mentioned, Theo. Watch the Marlins pitcher, though, Sandy Alcantara. Go up against Max Scherzer from the Mets. Tomorrow, March 30th, we're calling this one the Slamma in Little Havana. What do you think of that mm, one, Janette? I love it. I love it. Uh, good for you. Oh, the, the Slamma good, in Little Havana. <laughs> and the Marlins are celebrating 30 years of Marlins baseball again tomorrow, March 30th through Sunday, April 2nd for Major League Baseball's opening day weekend. Get your tickets now to cheer on the Miami Marlins or visit marlins.com slash tickets to get yours today.
1: Mm, speaking of the Slamma, Phi Slamma Jamma, that's the Houston Cougars. That's that's like early '80s. I'm not even sure if y'all peep game on that. Oh, A lot of people out here. Y'all we know, going, y'all know about five Slamma jam.
4: I just thought we were going slam. like Deshaun Watson. I thought that's where you're going.
1: Oh my goodness! Come on, Stone. Uh, that so, guy's uh, not allowed back was here. That terrible. Sorry, that sorry. Was that's, terrible, that's where so. I thought Theo was going. No, no bueno. That guy's not allowed back here. No five Slamma jam <laughs> the Cougars. The early '80s Cougars. Who uh, again? It would have been something huge for the city here. I do feel bad that uh, the Houston Cougars weren't able to punch their tickets to the Final Four, but not that bad because we do have the FAU Isles, and we do have the Miami Hurricanes, and, hey, everybody can't make it to the big stage. Everybody can't make it to this big stage. Ain't that right, Jeanette Javier?
3: You heard it. Also, shout-out to Nova Southeastern University, D2. That's my grad school that just won the D2 National Championship as well. So South Florida basketball, men's basketball is on freaking fire.
1: I love it. Ryan yeah. Davis, Martin County alum, former state champion at Martin County on that team, a Treasure Coast guy, Stone LeBanowitz.
4: Yeah, I actually watched Eric Spolstra, I think, post game a few nights ago, talk about how his team in the locker, or during a workout, I believe, during the week, watched that game and talked about how well they were coached, how good that team actually is. It was actually really cool to listen to. Spo hyped up that Nova Southeastern team. Let's go! Uh, my, my
3: undergrad is gonna play. My undergrad is going play in the final four. Insane. My grad school just won a national championship. I'm on the pinnacle of sports fandom right now. Yeah,
4: yeah, absolutely. And then your Buccaneers—they're doing—they're—they're the they're,
3: they're. <laughs> Wow, thank you. So, I really appreciate but, well, you.
1: She's got the rookie of the year in the NBA. So there it is. Paolo thank Bacero. you. Thank
3: you. Like, bring back that positive energy, Theo. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll, we'll see. Actually, here, I've been hearing some rumblings, though, that he might be falling on the rookie ladder, but I think people are just bored. Um, <laughs> no, look, man, this is uh, i – I'm at a loss for words on a daily basis trying to describe this. When I touch down in the city, man, talking about these owls, uh, you know, the, my family's like, yo, so did you see it coming? I'm like, of course I did. Of course I did. Uh, but let's get back to the topic we were, we were aiming for here today. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers of that day big three heat team. Uh, Mario Chalmers, who rode the back of LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Waits of championships in Miami, hopped on a podcast, I believe it was March 20th, so about nine days ago, in shambles via the Playmaker, and he spoke poorly on LeBron James in a way that I would have never expected a former teammate of LeBron's to do.
5: Nobody fears LeBron Nobody's like, damn, I gotta go play against Bronco. Like, nobody said that. I don't know why. Right. Because I've seen people be scared when they actually line up to them, but they're not scared thinking about that match. Right. You hear anybody from that era talk about going against Jordan, there's a fear. Right. So when you have people that fear a player, then that's telling you something different already. Like, Jordan's just that guy. Like, everything was,
2: I want to be like Mike Right.
1: That's fun. Right. Like, that's cool. It wasn't even that bad. I don't think it was a super negative LeBron comment, but I thought it was a little unnecessary and it kind of undercut LeBron. Stone, I know you are a huge Heat fan. Jeanette's not really. How, how did you take Chalmers' uh, comments there?
4: I think it's one of the wildest moves I've seen of you know the season so far, <laughs> off season in the NFL. Like, I, I, I know it's not going to rank up there with everybody publicly, but what on God's earth are you doing, Mario Chalmers? Like he woke up and chose violence in a spot like this. I, I think he knew the ripple effects this was going to have, and you said it wasn't that bad. That's what Mario Chalmers wanted you to think. He yeah. said it in that tone. He said it with a smirk on his face because he knew what he, he thought he was slick. He knew what he was doing, but that is. One of the most disrespectful things that, that somebody on that Heat team has done, right? The love, the ranks that they legitimately gave him. I mean, they could have shipped him off and kept rocking with Norris Cole. Like, there's come so on. much that goes into this. By right? the game six, where he doesn't take the shot, he's wide open and he says he would have made it. All of these things have gone into this. Him and LeBron have gone face to face, right? When he called him the B word, talking about how you're a star player of the team. And then a decade later, you're going to come with something like this on a podcast that nobody's ever heard of in your in your studio apartment and god knows where who knows what mario chalmers is doing nowadays i really hated this this one really made me feel some type of way and then i thought the debate after it was interesting right who do you fear but mario is way out of line here this is crazy jeanette you're not a heat fan i think you do you I, dislike I, I, lebron
3: i i respect, the heat, you and respect the heat
1: you respect the heat you respect lebron do you respect what chalmers had to say
3: so first of all, let me put stone in his place real quick. Oh. You, are, oh. you are the king of listening to pod of no name podcasts that are being recorded <laughs> in rooms, okay? Well, be so information. I want to hear that ca- comment yeah, but, from yeah, you. Yeah,
4: but don't hop on that thing talking crazy about other people. Hop on that giving the people the information Please, that they
3: you're want. You're the first one to rip audio from podcasts oh, like that. My God. So you so chill out. As rip audio. All, this
4: isn't just ripping audio. This is ripping the most disrespectful call out like of LeBron's. Like, come on. What are we doing?
3: I don't think it was disrespectful. I think it was wow. I think it was legit real, and somebody said it. The LeBron 10 years ago that you guys are talking about is not the same one that we are witnessing today on the Lakers, and I will make that claim since the bubble run in 2020. LeBron on your team? What? The bubble. Since they won the The bubble bubble championship.
4: LeBron, LeBron, uh, he he fared pretty well in that bubble.
3: But ever since (laughs) that, I know. But ever since that? They ha- but, he hasn't played the same. He hasn't well here, been the same. He is not as much of a threat to any NBA team. Well I here's agree the thing though, Janet. Jeanette, it, Jeanette you're it.
1: talking about present day. You're talking about present day. When Chalmers said that he was speaking in generality, he was saying like people don't sure. fear LeBron as in they didn't fear him back then when Mario Chalmers was on the heat. So I get what you're saying now. Yes, LeBron doesn't bring the same gravitas he used to bring when he was at the peak of his of his uh career. But yeah, but like Chalmers was talking about in 2012, in 2013, they didn't fear LeBron, which has got to be ri- ridiculous.
3: Yes, but, I, but like, would have LeBron been as successful with the Heat if he didn't have that team around him too?
1: I thought you was about to say Chalmers. I thought she was going to say she did. no, I mean, didn't. I, I thought Marga she was inching
4: closer and closer Listen, to I am it. Always, I am always Yo.
3: here for stirring the pot. But I'm not an idiot while <laughs> doing it. That's a Skip it, okay? Bayless move right <laughs> exactly. there. And we Are all you? know how I feel about Skip Bayless. I uh, don't like yeah. him.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, how about this? How about we go to a guy that has uh, uh, some say in the matter, Draymond Green. Actually, you know what, Stone, do you have the Tristan Thompson sound on this? Okay, do me a favor. Go ahead and throw that away because I don't give a damn what Tristan Thompson has to say about (laughs) really much of anything. Let's go to Draymond Green from the Draymond Green podcast.
4: You don't have Tristan (laughs) – so Tristan was on so Draymond Green's podcast. So Tristan and Draymond are communicating about all of this. So they both kind of hashed it out. But it's more so Tristan and for Tristan to be oh, to tri- for um, Tristan Thompson to be thrown away in this spot. Tristan was a teammate of LeBron James I know. and know. won titles Here's with the, the guy as well. So he's in the have you same heard, seat as Mario Chalmers.
1: Have you heard the rest of the stuff? Like, like Tristan Thompson has, has been going, he's been saying some pretty you know, go all right, whatever. Go to Tristan Thompson on the Draymond Green podcast. I'll see what it is, and then we'll talk about it after.
3: Tristan Thompson just makes me laugh because he always finds his way into these conversations with big names. But I generally think he's more popular for dating no. a Kardashian than actually what he's done on a basketball court. <laughs>
4: Here's Tristan.
3: 100% thompson
2: <laughs> mario chalmers recently said nobody feared lebron That's pissing me off man mario chalmers at one point you were probably texting lebron for to get on a team and get a job so so because he couldn't get you a job or get you on a team and i'm listen i'm just assuming i'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's what it is i'm just saying just because you might not got your way like how can you say that about a guy that you went to war with mm-hmm. who believed in you and then you're gonna come and say no one fears lebron like this this is the best player you've ever been on the court with. How are you gonna Absolutely. say that no one? First of all, Miami Lebron is the the most scariest Lebron we've ever seen in our, in our life. That part, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that, that, that part LeBron was that that was a that was he was like two ninety running a four four and and Absolutely. jumping over John Lucas and stuff like that was that was <laughs> athleticism at a whole nother level. And how you how can you say that? And that just shows you that like guys be on some suck. and I don't I don't like that kind of stuff because it's just like bro like. Why well, you start switching up? Like you said about earlier, how guys get in media and they act like they never sat in the locker room. Okay, now guys are retired and not playing basketball. Now you want to talk shit about a, a guy that you you won a championship. But I would never talk bad about any of my teammates that I've won a championship. The fact that you do that and you come out and, 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 and talk about that man after he just, you know, got the scoring record and he's in year, you know, twenty and like like come on, bro. Like, really?
1: A new would be a bad idea, Stone. I knew Tristan would be a bad idea. I agree with him. I knew it would be a bad idea.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... The, the sucker stuff is real. Yeah. But right? you can't switch up. And him and Draymond dropped the quote earlier. Right? I mean, how do you go from somebody... And now he's not necessarily in the media. Mario Chalmers is not in the media. But you can't go he's from not, someone in the he's media... Not, he's not. Now go to the media and act like you've never been in a locker room before. Like, the switch up is crazy in a spot like this. And for, for Mario Chalmers, I can guarantee you this, he lost a lot of respect that... Or the respect that he did have for guys currently in the league and guys who played in his era. So it's all out the window right now.
1: So there's people out there that just have – because outside of Jeanette, who, who's respecting Mario Chalmers uh, and is losing respect after this? Because, I mean, I, I love the guy. I love the fearlessness he played with. That kind of you know confidence was needed when you're on the court with three guys who are Hall of Famers uh, so that you're not cowering away from taking shots. It worked out a lot of times. I'm starting to see more and more tweets, even Brian McLevin, Rowitz talking about LeBron has no rings without Chalmers, which I think Mario Chalmers actually believes. I think that's the problem with that is, like, if you ask Al Mario Chalmers if the Heat get any rings in that four-year span without him on the team, I I bet he'd say zero.
3: I, I, I don't think so.
4: You don't think so? If you're, del- if, if you're delusional enough to, to get on uh, somebody's podcast <laughs> and go after LeBron like that, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think you are willing to, to say that you were that vital of a piece to a championship-winning team.
1: Well, let's spin it forward then because as, the, as Chalmers tries to call out the, the lack of fear that LeBron put in people's hearts, which we actually know LeBron, for the past decade, LeBron has been the most feared athlete, but, maybe in okay, sports, but yes, specifically Yes, but the in question
3: is always, who is LeBron playing with, too? It was never LeBron James solo. Yeah, like it was an intimidation thing. Absolutely, yeah. you're a little more like, "Oh, we got some. We, okay, LeBron James is. We're playing LeBron James. Yeah, that's scary. But it's also who is on? Who is he playing, playing beside? It was this, never LeBron James solo. This is
1: Jeanette, oh, gosh. I'm, I'm gonna let that. Someone let that sit. I'm gonna let that sit right there. As a, you're a LeBron hater, I'm gonna let that sit. Not, Let's I, spin listen, it forward. I
3: said. I said, somebody <laughs> it was said it. never LeBron it. Solo. Hey, look, I said it. Who's Mario most, Chalmers who's is being the, real.
1: Mario Chalmers is being Mario Chalmers. Who's the most <laughs> feared athlete today in sports? Since we can't agree that LeBron James, who went to 25 straight Eastern Conference finals, who went to the finals with the Cavaliers in 07 when he was playing next to Booby Gibson and Zagaris Ilgowskis, <laughs> is not feared in the NBA who is yep. the most feared athlete in sports today? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 776 If you ask me it's got to be Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's got to be that guy who on a bad ankle with his number 1 receiver being Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony against the most vaunted defense that the NFL has ever seen. That front seven's going to take him down 8 times in the first half. Shut up. The man that led his team back from a 10-point deficit in the Super Bowl Two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, two (laughs) Lombardi trophies. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, the man who wasn't even picked first in his draft class but has proven to be maybe the greatest talent ever at the quarterback position Mm, in the most important position in all of team sports. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is the most feared man in all of sports. Just ask the Buffalo Bills about 13 seconds on the field with Patrick Mahomes. That's my guy. I want to know who your most feared athlete is in all of sports, is 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Uh, Jeanette, I almost am afraid to ask you because, again, we're left with a bit of an abyss right now. When Tom Brady retired this offseason, that leaves you without the answer to about 90% of the questions we ask you <laughs> regarding sports. Usually you just you go back to Tom Brady every single time. He's gone. He's no longer an active athlete. Who's the most feared Athlete in sports today,
3: Baker Mayfield. I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. I tried. I wanted to say, my upcoming stone looks at me, Chuck. I'm you joking, are a Stone. I old. am. I am you joking.
4: A,
1: don't come to Houston. Do
3: not I come am to Houston.
4: joking. I've I'm never, not doing it. I've never been more pissed in my entire life. You want to know why? Why? Not that upset. I don't know. Because I actually. Had Baker Mayfield as my answer. No,
0: oh my! God. I'd like, 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 God. I
4: had a whole spiel ready. No, no, I had a whole spiel oh. ready for Baker Reagan Mayfield, and then I was even gonna blast this audio. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Care to expand on that? Woke up feeling real dangerous. I woke up feeling dangerous. <laughs> like, 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 I had everything lined up for Baker Reagan Mayfield. I was gonna have a whole speech oh. about how this guy's got new beginnings. He's got a new coach. He's got a new team. He's got weapons. He's got this. He's got that. You got rid of the whole and team. And you just in your joked stomach. and you just made fun of my answer. Like I'm. Uh, this is it. I'm so mad right now. This is. This is supposed to be my moment in the sun.
1: I'm back home in Houston, Texas, hosting Ken Lavick alive. At a station I interned at 11 years ago. I'm over here rubbing my temples, by the way, guys. I'm trying to soothe myself because <laughs> as I'm trying to have a, a good, serious, good-hearted conversation about the most feared athlete in all of sports, the two people I'm forced to do it with because Ken Levick is stuck on the jet with the owls <laughs> is Stone Levanowitz and Jeanette Javier, who both wrote down Baker no, and No, I did not. You guys are going sick.
3: You didn't get my joke, Theo. <laughs> I wanted to, I was joking, you put <clears> that <throat> huge intro of like, Tom, Brady, you can't say Tom Brady anymore. So I tried to put myself in the position to like, convince myself that I can say yeah. Baker Mayfield in these spots, and I couldn't. I couldn't okay. do it anymore. But you can't. No, I, I, I genuinely can't. I actually It would be a
1: crime against humanity if you did, I and wa- you deserve to have all of your wallet stolen.
3: I, exactly. <laughs> but I really tried to convince myself that I could put... Baker Mayfield and most feared athlete in the NFL to get me hype about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. After when I having, woke up
4: this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I
3: can't do it. I can't. So stone, if you want to stone, stone was, stone was serious. and I want to give him the floor and helping me get hype of how Baker Mayfield is apparently his most feared athlete in the NFL. Mm, Please.
4: No, my thunder stolen. You saw my face. <laughs> I mean, he completely ripped my heart out in that spot. Y'all. I had such an opportunity to hoist my man on a pedestal Gas him up. Get the fan base ready. Any Tampa Bay fans out there that this man is dangerous. He always has been. He just needed oh. a fresh slate. And, oh. and and there you go. Just absolutely joking. Theo, let's take a caller and go to break. <laughs> okay,
1: let's, let's, let's take a caller. 888-760-3776. Again, the number you can call in on to tell me who's the most feared athlete in sports. We've got Jordan in Memphis. Jordan, you're on Ken Levick Alive. And Jordan, first and foremost, man, I'm sorry. I know you're in Memphis. I'm sorry about what my FAU owls did to those Tigers. Well, well, but I'm not well, sorry. Well, you well, you, sorry. You are know, sorry, Theo.
3: You,
5: you know, you know I, 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 I'll give you that, but at the end of the day, the ref got to call that at the end of the game. Oh, <laughs> my God. You can't, play, oh, you God. God. You you can't a man. break, Jordan. You can't play the drop game. Him, listen, drop listen. Him. You can't. Hey, all I'm saying is it got to be a fair <laughs> game, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to see y'all continue through the ranks so y'all can get beat on one of the biggest stages y'all have uh, ever Jordan, been on in Jordan. your career.
1: <laughs> I, n- I recognize this voice, Stone. I recognize this voice, and I'm about to jump through the phone. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, who is who is your most feared athlete in all of sports? Uh,
5: my most feared athlete in all of sports, man, Mike Tyson. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I I, I haven't even met the guy, and, and I would be terrified. I'm terrified <laughs> of him to this day. To no, this 100- day. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel you on that,
1: Mike Tyson. But do you have an active? Can you give me one active athlete? Okay, then? because okay. of course, Mike all Tyson is right. all okay. time active
5: athlete. Let me see. Hmm. Most feared athlete uh, currently playing? Man, I probably would say um, basketball. I, I, I agree. I think LeBron. You know, people people are afraid to to, to go up and to LeBron, go up against LeBron to a certain right. extent. I think. I, but, but also, I think on the flip side, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I was hearing a conversation. My thoughts on it, I think that, first off, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? And I get that Mario Chalmers, as a player, he may not have been a big standout, but I think he is one of the closest people in the locker room that had that connection to him, right? So I think if anybody would have a firsthand perspective on how people felt coming into Miami when he was there, them going on the road, he probably would have would have had a front row seat as to how people felt. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. my pick on that. I'm hater. thinking, or he was just a, or, hater, or just or like or was a hater, just like you were a hater on my
1: FAU aisles, just like you or, were hating on my or FAU Or he was just owls. a hater.
5: He's, I think I think it's half glass, a glass half full, glass half empty. You know what I'm saying? You can look can look at it either way. Uh, but what I was going to say is, I think, at least from my perspective, the way I kind of interpret that as well, I think LeBron is one of those generational talents. So. Uh, that people may not necessarily be afraid to go up against because it may be more so of a, a starstruck moment, right? Like, hey, I can't wait yeah, to go in yeah. L.A. and play LeBron, right? You know well, what look, I'm saying? I'm going to have a, the, a, a, the ratings.
1: Hey, look, I mean, you're going to have the ratings and you're going to have the star power, and we had that in Houston. Hey, Jordan... Appreciate the call. Look, this this dude going to come in here with Mike Tyson and talk down on our aisles. We had to get him out of there. I'm going to beat him up later. Uh, on, not not literally, but figuratively Can uh, I do on it? behalf of Ken Levick Alive. Yes, I'll let you join in. We'll put him in an Elmo costume. I'll say that's the guy that stole your wallet. Give we'll me back your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, more taking your calls on the most feared athlete current day in sports, and of course we're gonna keep throwing love on those owls as we wait for them to touch down here in Houston and join me as the owl party takes to the city that may be. I'm Theo Dorsey that's stone the and Jeanette Javier. We're live on ESPN 1063. You got
0: you Owl Watch is presented by Duffy's Ready Sports Drink, Rachel's Palm Beach, Good Greek Moving and Storage, and Celsius. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBica Live on ESPN 1063.
1: You know, the McDonald's All-American Games just wrapped up here in Houston, Texas at Toyota Center. All right, right? One, One weekend turning into another as the Final Four comes to town and one interesting fact about this year's tournament not a single mcdonald's all-american player will be suiting up for any of the four teams in this final four that's the first time that happened since the ncaa began seeding the tournament in 1979 so not on florida atlantic not on uconn not on miami and not on san diego state none of those teams hoist a single player that was a McDonald's All-American, of course. Bronny James, one of the headliner McDonald's All-Americans this past weekend. Amazing stuff. Just another stat to let you know that this is some all-time stuff happening for the Final Four in this tournament. And as I'm back home in Houston, Texas, it reminds me of all the times growing up, I had that uncle, that uncle that came to spend the weekend, and he's snoring up a storm. Do you or a loved one offer or su- or suffer from snoring? And do you find that you're losing your own night of sleep, even changing rooms? Dr. Neil Goldhaber has been treating ear, nose, and throat patients in Florida for over 25 years. In addition to being the nasal and sinus expert... He also treats patients with snoring and sleep apnea. Located in Boynton Beach, Dr. Goldhaber's state-of-the-art in-office procedures help improve breathing and nasal symptoms. Ear, nose, and throat problems are often the cause of snoring. Schedule an appointment so you can breathe better today and sleep better tonight. Visit GoldhaberSignist.com or call 561-734-3636. 561-734-3636. Boy, I tell you, Stone Labanowicz, Jeanette Javier, and Theo Dorsey, a Big Teddy takeover on Ken Levick Alive from Houston, Texas. Thank you to our friends at ESPN 97.5. They got me right here near the Galleria. I'm going to do some shopping later, but for now, we're talking sports, and we're talking most feared athlete in sports. Mario Chalmers says LeBron James was never feared like Michael Jordan was. I say Patrick Mahomes' current day is the active, most feared guy on this planet when it comes to athletics. Stone, Jeanette, I asked you guys earlier. You disappointed me greatly. No. You both had Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. Do you no. want to have – That's we right. We talked during the break. No. We talked during the break. We tried to clear some things up, All right. I got management involved. I said, hey, these doubleheads are going <laughs> to keep on doing this. I'm leaving. I'm walking right out of here. I'll, I'll start my shopping early. Do we want to clear up your answers? Most feared athlete in the sports. I can start with you, Jeanette, since, yes, since you're the one that got the madness started.
3: Yes. I, I, I'm on the record again for the fifth time. It is not Baker Mayfield. I was just trying to hype myself up from answering Tom Brady to this question to Baker Mayfield. I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek,
4: very freak. nice, very there is strong. Nobody I it, that I
3: would have, uh, like be more terrified of them playing against than Giannis right now. And you want to talk it. about being 240 pounds, six six, and moving all over the place? Nobody's doing, doing it right now than Giannis.
1: Greeky freaky. I love it. I love the measurements you got. I don't have the measurements for Segway Sean who's in gardens, but I can tell you that Segway Sean is on Ken Levick Alive, and though he might not be as big as the Greek Freak, his presence on Ken Levick Alive just is needed. What's up, Sean?
5: Unbelievable Segway there, TL. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, What's happening We're, we're doing ha- good, We're man. hanging in there,
4: Sean. We're hanging my, in there.
5: My, my, my Dominic Queen, how are you, Jeanette? Great to hear
3: from you. Nice. I love hearing you. Thank you, Sean. Yes.
5: So, what you? What's
1: is son? And, I, and I, you know,
3: originally I was going to say John
5: Moran, but that depends on the nightclub that you're at. Oh my God!
1: Oh, this guy.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. No, no, no. Oh my too God. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from Ken Lavica, who is obviously right now the most feared, the most fearsome, <laughs> and the most
2: ruthless name
5: in sports right now, <laughs> and we all know that, and the most notorious with his deal with the electrical stuff, and thank you Theo for making that happen. Course Uh, but aside from all those, I'd probably say Caitlin Clark at the moment. At the moment. At the exact moment. Go ahead. And I I thought I heard some most fearsome men in sports. you know, I gotta give
4: those
1: some
5: love too. Okay.
1: All athletes. I appreciate it. Love the Caitlin Clark drop. Iowa
5: basketball. You can she can shoot it from anywhere. Anywhere, man, right now. She can't miss.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Segway, Sean, that's a perfect one right there. Caitlin Clark, 41-point, triple-double. She's in the Final Four out there in Dallas. I can't wait to see what they got kicking there. The voice that you'll hear thundering through the Final Four at NRG Stadium this Saturday will be the most feared man in all of college sports broadcasting right now. That's Ken Lavicka, and you have to know that Ken Lavicka Live is presented by the FAU MBA Sports Management Program fau.edu/slash/mba sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They are helping you to get your dream job in sports, just like I was able to do, just like Ken Lavekker was able to do, and not like the nonsense sports talk that we're doing on the radio show. I mean, real sports job front office job, respectable stuff where you're not going to be talking about hoping to get a paycheck for discussing Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian's relationship like Ken used to do here. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash sport. The FAU NBA Sports Management Program takes courses online or on campus in Boca Raton, 22 years of doing it, They're the standard in terms of postgraduate sport management degrees. It's the FAU, MBA Sports Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA sport. And if you know anything about FAU and sports, I mean, it's a winning formula, right? Uh, we gotta go to break. When we come back more taking your calls for most feared athlete in sports. It could be men's, it could be women's, it could be girls high school lacrosse, if you if you matter. Whoever you got, who's the most feared athlete today in sports? I'm Theo Dorsey, that's Don Labanovich and Jeanette Javier live on ESPN one oh six three. <laughs>